All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. This week, we are covering the KPMG and the Travelers. Unfortunately, Lexi, you know, let another major opportunity slip through her fingers, booking four of her last seven holes. Um, got to see an AM compete on the PGA Tour uh, coming down the stretch on the back nine. And Sahith Gala getting really, really close to that first victory. Wasn't able to do it this week. Um, yeah, but it was a really, really good week of golf. So let's get right into the pod. All right, welcome back to another Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Um, honestly, the biggest highlight for me was how awesome Congressional looked on TV. But I, I didn't watch a ton of the golf, unfortunately. I know that Lexi... Tough soak kind of, for our, our pal Lexi. Yeah, but, I saw that. And, yeah. I, mean, I, I was kind of hoping that she was going to write the ship for all of her major sort of woes. woes but unfortunately, we're just tacking another one on. Yeah, we were talking about Michelle Wee a few weeks ago and how she uh, didn't really live up to huge expectations. Lexi's a little bit different situation. Her expectations weren't quite as high, and she has had a nice career. I think she's, what, had maybe 12, 13 wins, and she does have a major. Um, But you could certainly say with the talent she has, it's a shame that she's only got that one major and hasn't won more more regular events. Um, My God, she was – I mean, she had it it really looked like she had in the bag on 16 middle of the fairway, 240 out par five, two shot lead. She somehow makes bogey there. She, she yipped a chip um, from green side. I hate that. It's tough to watch. I know. And then, uh, and then bogeys from 114 out on 17, but you know what? Um, it is what it is. I mean, she handled it with class and um, you know, was there was did she lose by one or was there a playoff or, she lost by one. She actually still had a chance, even after going bogey, bogey on 16, 17. She had about a 12-footer for birdie on 18 that would have ultimately forced the playoff. But uh, it was a little left-right slider, and she never got it out. She never got it out high enough. But, um, you know, NG Chun, she's a, a three-time major winner now. She, that's going back to 20. She won uh, 2015 U.S. Women's Open, 2016 Evian. So um, she's, you know, it's been a six-year major drought, I guess, for, for one of the top players in the world. So she was um, obviously thrilled. She had an incredible roller coaster ride. If anybody saw, she had about a five-shot lead after day one. I think yeah, she, she was blew under. out of the water on day one. <laughs> the uh, Speaking of congressional, you know, the big theme of day one and, and into day two, they got dumped on with rain on Wednesday. So the course played super long. And uh, NG Chun with a 64 coming out of the gate, three under was second place. So she had a huge lead that just sort of like it just sort of withered away as the week went on. And it looked like, you know, she's two back with three to go. So um, but then ultimately comes back and wins with a with a um, big birdie on uh, I think it was 15 or 17. And um, yeah, just a just a pretty wild roller coaster of a finish. But congressional look great. I texted our boy Pete. Pete went uh, head superintendent. If you haven't caught that episode from last week, please check it out. It was it was a really really great, great episode. insightful episode, um, and um, yeah, 
Congressional was the star as expected. It, it looked beautiful on TV and it really firmed up nicely after all that rain early on. Um, yeah, I saw a funny quote. Nelly, Nelly said on day one, she's like, there's no way she was playing the same golf course as everybody else. Just absolutely no chance. Cause I love that. Happens. Yeah. Right. A couple of players, <laughs> a couple a, a couple of players complained that it was too difficult. It's like, well, a girl did shoot 64. So that's kind of a tough argument. That's when you know how, right. how, how deep that round actually was. And like the other players, you're like, 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 what? what? Excuse what? me? <laughs> Eight under par? I didn't see that out there today. Right. Right. Oh, man. Well, speaking of, um, you know, playoffs and close finishes, uh, before we get to the Travelers, I want to shout out how Tong Lee uh, made yeah. one of the sickest putts to win on the DP World Tour this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and Thomas Peters got into a one-hole playoff. Thomas Peters, like a par five, hits it in the left bunker. Hal Tong hits an unbelievable golf shot for a second shot. Looks like it's going to nestle like a couple feet from the hole. Ends up kind of trickling over the back edge. Bones the absolute dog shit out of a wedge <laughs> to like 35 feet and then hoops it. And then Thomas Peters misses. He wins golf tournament. This is one of the coolest That's finishing epic. holes I've seen in a while. I mean, I'm going awesome. to have to go watch that. It was awesome. Yeah. That's and one of the one of the greatest like emotional outbursts I've seen in quite some time for a guy winning a golf tournament. I mean, he was, I don't know. He was just he was very like animated up. with his body. He was pumping. He was like hitting the, like, I think he even was like hitting on the green <laughs> kneeled yeah. over at one point. Um, Lapping I think it's floor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was doing a Camilo Vajegas. I think it's been uh, four years for him since he's had a win. And um, he was an absolute phenom. As you guys remember coming out of China years ago. And um, that was, that was cool. Happy that for was him. awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and a great reminder that the DP world tour is still out there. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, it's really like the fourth lost. tour now. Yeah. yeah it's really got, uh, we're, really we're not, we're not going to get into live talk, but I do want to say like, can't believe that Matthew Wolf just went to live too. That's kind of crazy. Are you really not shocked? Cause I am. I'm no, shocked. No, dude. He, no, he fits the mold. Yeah, he fits the mold. He gets he's 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 had some issues like mm-hmm. I feel like mentally and like he's just I feel like he yeah. just wants the money and mm-hmm. he, he's a guy who I could see who would maybe have that like inkling of like oh I could like maybe just lose my card one year if I you know if right. I play horrible. True, he is bad. Like this his bad. His he's bad. The, he has the most rounds really in the eighties of anyone on tour. Right. Yeah. So like he's so guaranteed <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like yeah. he, kind of, he kind of fits in with those other guys. Like they're, I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I would put I him more in that category than I would with like JT and Spieth. Yeah, I guess I would too. I don't know. He, he's like a, he seems like a nicer dude than the rest of that group. That crew, like Kepka's kind of irritating. Uh, Brooke or Bryson's irritating. And like he's he's like a nicer person, but I feel like his game and his like image kind of fits that better than. I wonder what all these club companies are going to do, like TaylorMade and all. But that's that's a conversation for a different day. But yeah. um. um Travelers. I the only the only thing I really watched from Travelers. I got I got to watch some Friday and some Saturday. Didn't catch any today because I was playing my own golf. Um, yep. But I did see Rory make his quadruple, then his double, and then he pulls it into a tree on number two on Saturday. Hits it in the shit, makes double. I I mean that that golf course is supposed to be a birdie fest, and he made it look very difficult. <laughs> the the, you know the lows of Rory are not good right now. Yeah. 
You know who uh, else made it look really difficult today was Patrick Cantlay. I, I've never seen – I didn't know he was capable of playing that bad of golf. What did that he was shoot? shocking. Uh, I think he was the second worst score of the day. I think it was a 77. Um, oh, he no. chunked one on a par three. Oh, my God. He was missing. Guys, he was like – he was like doing that thing where he would hit it and like wouldn't even finish the swing and he was already like coming out of it like i mean hitting like wedges and eight irons like dead right dead left um he hit he chunked he chunked on a par three i think it was 185 and according to top tracer it dropped in the water 85 yards short of the hole he chunked one 100 yards i mean just flat out chunked it so he just developed um, so he just developed AIDS overnight and then just like, couldn't, <laughs> it couldn't was play. It, it was it was kind of uh, jarring to see someone that's, who we know terrifying. is being so clutch. That's terrifying. Just, absolutely. Yeah, it is because we've all been there where you're just like, wait, what is no, my like, body doing? Yeah, yeah. You hit the, you hit one and you're like, I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be good. And you just see it going 30 yards left. You're like, fuck, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, did Shafley just kind of like. Just kind of oh. his pedal down. No, it was it was it was a crazy finish. Quick, so he's kind of blew quick, it. He quick didn't blow it before, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Quick note before we get into Sagala and, or Sagala and um, Sahith and Xander. Um, Michael Thor Thorbjornson, the Stanford yeah, kid. Michael Thorbjornson almost won the tournament. Wait, yeah. really? I mean, yeah, he, a, he, yeah, he, he was he was in second. He was in second place for the whole day. Oh my god, I'm so bummed I missed this. Yeah, yeah. He um, um and he ended up. 15 under par um actually had like a legit shot down the stretch i mean he was he, he would have had to have a pretty miraculous finish but he bogeyed like 12 and 13 so if he you know would have could have showed up but if he hadn't done that he was right there um that was pretty impressive it's it's so rare that we actually see a, an amateur in contention at a tour event quickly to piercing speaking of live piercing cootie he won in the corn ferry he shot 28 on his opening nine this today Wait, is piercing cootie going to the live no, but he, no, he's he the one that came just, out that he's not. Just yeah. he had a great quote about saying he's not and wins on the corn ferry today. And his okay. third corn ferry start after this PJ Tour U birth. But he shot 28 on the opening nine this morning and he already had a one shot lead and he shot seven under on the front. It's pretty so good. He, he, won, he won pretty comfortably. That yeah. usually works. It does. Yeah, he uh he, he did have some great quotes. There's an article, I think it was Golf Digest, um, and he said, you know. Basically, it was a pile of money they put in front of me. His agent said it was multi-million dollar deal. And this is for Pearson Cootie, who, yeah. yes, we know he is because we follow golf and college golf, high-level amateur golf, but nobody even knows who he is. Like, And they're offering him multi-million you know, dollar deal. Well, kind of good on Greg for like going and scouting out that kid because he's sick of golf. Yeah, and I feel like that's they're, they're, they're trying to swipe the... I think they're, we, we talk about it so much, but I think what they're, they're trying to offer these young dudes is just an instant status. Like, you don't yeah. have to go through Q school. You don't have to go grind. And that's True. they're trying yeah. to lock up the next Scotty Scheffler before he becomes Scotty Scheffler, you know? Right. That's, yeah, that's a good point. But Cootie said, you know, ultimately, I thought about it, and I didn't want to be sitting at home watching my friends, my peers I grew up aspiring to play on the PJ Tour with playing on tour and i was excluded from that and he yeah. said that was ultimately what it was was he he grew up dreaming of playing on the pga tour and that was more important to him than the than the instant payday so well good for him kind of cool yeah good on him all right so talk tell me about sahith so sahith had one of the coolest birdies on 17 i mean he was 
it's a shame what happened on 18 because he was really clutch, really sharp, really fired up down the stretch. I loved how animated he was. Um, he, he hits it into a little skinny divot on 17 fairway, just roasts a, uh, he's got a driving iron that he, that he absolutely murders. And 17 is a really tight little par fort with uh, water all down the right. And he just roasts that driving iron perfectly down the middle, ends up in a skinny little divot, but it hits it to like eight, 10 feet, knocks it in, big fist pump. I mean, you're thinking this is his time. He takes a one shot lead right there, right? Um, and then ultimately takes driver out on 18, which Nick Faldo was pretty adamant that was the wrong play. He, he kept harping on it, saying a caddy should have put that driving iron in his hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hindsight's 2020, but, um, yeah, puts it puts it in the uh, in that uh, left fairway bunker. I guess he was going for it. Did you guys see that? I didn't see the shot. I I heard someone describing the shot, and they say he completely missed the ball. He whiffed. What is that correct? Well, no, no, no. What happened was he was up against the lip. You know, he drove it. The ball like ran up to the lip. Yeah, in a green tie bunker. And I think there. he had maybe. Uh, Wait, yeah, is the old drive maybe... is eighteen drivable? No, 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 no. It's like 430. He hit driver. He had like 100 and some yards left. A little over 100 yards left. Oh, and he yanked it in the bunker. And what Faldo was saying was like, just hit your driving iron. You'll have like eight iron. But he hit, right? a, but he hit a good drive, right? No, he hit no, it. No, he drove it in the bunker. He pulled it. I'm so confused. He put, So he hit it, in the, drove it in the bunker and then hit it in the greenside bunker? No. He hit two shots out of the fairway bunker. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. So he did it the first. You said shot. greenside bunker in the middle of that story. So okay, I, was, I was confused. Sorry. So he drives it in the, in the uh, fairway bunker. There we go. <laughs> up against the lip. Up against the lip. Doesn't get it out. It was, it was, I guess he was going for it. It was a little hard to tell. Um, but um, it just kind of like sticks right in the lip. So the next one, he's, he's got to be more conservative with it. And he just kind of yeah. flops it out halfway. Then he hits a wedge, actually a really nice wedge up there. And damn, that putt looked absolutely dead center for most of the way. And then curls left just at the end and a harsh slip out for Bogey. Ultimately, not sure if it would have mattered or not. Xander does make birdie on 18 to win by two. Would he have made birdie if he needed it? You know, we'll never know. But um, exciting finish. Damn, I'm bummed I missed that one. And I and I really like Yeah, Sam. I was playing golf myself. He's uh he's like such a he's awesome. Such a cool guy to watch because his golf swing is yeah. like not super like you know technically correct, mm-hmm. I would say, but he just like Dude, I'm done. So awesome. I met him in junior golf. We stayed in the same house in that yeah, nonsensical Canadian tournament that had like some insane like Joaquin Neiman was there, like, it was insane. And I, I why was I there? Who knows? But I was, I was. And <laughs> when I met him during like the opening ceremonies or whatever, he's just like, his legs are kind of goofy and he's just like, he doesn't look like he's going to be any good at golf. And he shot like 1500 and won the tournament. I was like, all right. <laughs> well, this is this goofy Indian dude just gets it in the hole. Yeah. He, he, I don't know what <laughs> it is. He's he got hilarious. He's got like, he's got so much swagger when he's walking. Of course, you know, I've only really seen him while he's in contention, but when he's playing well and he's in contention, I mean, he's, he, he walks with his chest out and he fist pumps and he's just, he's easy to root for. Um, yeah. Nice. So, nice dude. Too. Yeah. Sure. So hopefully he'll get his soon. I'm sure he will. Um, but yeah, yeah great finish. The travelers travelers sneaky has like one of the coolest 18th hole. Yeah. Um, scenes, right? Like it's a incredible natural amphitheater where they have people all the way around on the grass, but then they also have grandstands built up around. I mean, it's like, 
you would think it was the U.S. Open, right? I mean, it's just got an incredible. Well, it's a TPC. It was, it was built for it. Was, <laughs> it was yeah, that was that was, that was in the in the design. Yeah, um, I don't know if if you guys TPC feel Connecticut. This, yeah, I don't <laughs> TPC Connecticut. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but for some reason, when I watch the Travelers, it's some of those holes. They just look like they're fake. Yeah. Like they don't look real. Like, like it doesn't. It looks like everything around, like the hills and stuff. That's around. It's just, it's just, there's so much mounding. It's there's just so much shit. Like I just, I, I can't like imagine. They had to have moved so much dirt to build that yeah. golf course, or they just found the coolest piece of land ever and just like fit like holes this. in there. Yeah, it, it yeah. feels. It feels like you're playing in like a bowl or like a. I don't know. It just. There it is. It's crazy. right. It's right behind you. Yeah, it's right. It's right behind me. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Cool, cool golf course. I also like that. I I, I saw when, during the coverage that they make a point to like try and invite like a top amateur to play every year. Um, they were saying that Patrick Cantlay was that you know mm. back in like two thousand eight yeah. or seven or whatever the hell he was of am. Um, so I thought it was cool. Thor Bjorn. Thor Bjorn. What? How do you, how do you say his name? Thor Bjornson. Thor Bjornson. Got it. Thor Bjornson. Why do just call him Michael? Michael. <laughs> Michael did well. Michael from Stanford. Mikey from Stanford. Yes, Mikey that's from Stanford. That's way easier to say than Thor Bjornson. I like that. No, it was, it was a great tournament. I mean, I, I feel like Jay Monahan's got to be a, a little. Um, I mean, you know, maybe in the grand scheme of things, not a huge deal, but it has been. You know, ever since Live really got started, the PJ Tours had a great run. Right, the Canadian Open was fantastic with Rory and yep. JT. Obviously, the U.S. Open is on a PJ Tour event, but it was that sick. was sort of it's you know that's sort of the traditional American uh, Open. You know, a lot of guys that stuck with the PJ Tour were the ones that were running the show there. Um, didn't have any live players really contending at the Country Club, and then this week was a great finish. So, you know, if you're Monahan, you got to be got to be happy with a really good product the last few weeks as the noise on live has gotten turned up for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm probably just gonna sit up all night tonight and watch the actual coverage itself and just watch the finish. That'll be what I do for the rest of the night because it's only, <laughs> you know, it's two hours earlier here, so I got nothing to do. Yeah. You guys go to bed, so probably do that. But yeah, I'm good week. I'm, I honestly like the biggest highlight for me was just how awesome congressional look. So want to shout out Pete Went one more time. Just he, they've done such an awesome job over there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's all I got. Really looks great. Um, last thing. Uh, just uh, we can touch on briefly, you know, the PGA Tour did make that announcement uh, this past week about uh, a new fall series and oh, you know, just, sort of countering, yeah. just sort of countering what Liv is doing. So we don't need to get too into it. But, um, you know, aside from it sounding like sort of a copycat operation, I do think, um, you know, a couple of guys I was talking to at my club today were saying, isn't it doesn't it seem kind of desperate? I'm like, yeah, but also you know, it's either this or sit around and do nothing. I mean, I, I think they have to try something new and appease some of the players that are sticking around or, you know, considering leaving, but considering staying. So all in all, I think it was a good move. See, I have a hot take on that, but I think it's, that's the, just stupid. Um, I think, I think the whole thing that the PGA tour needs to like put their mind to is loyalty. And if, I think that the more money, like they have however much money, it was eight events, $20 million purse for each event. Is that right? Uh, it's three or four events in the fall that are going to have some sort of team aspect. And then they just juiced up a lot of the purses. At yeah, some okay. of their So the juicing up of the purses kind of pisses me off because 
it doesn't piss me off because I get it because I have to go against Liv. But if you're going to try and like make guys want to play on the PGA Tour, then why aren't you giving more money to the lower level tours that are trying to make their way to the PGA Tour? Because they'll be more grateful and they'll be happier about how like they've that you've been treated by the PGA tour when you get there. No, I, I'm Wrong. that's, that's Trey, where I'm at. Trey, Trey and I are both chicken. <laughs> that's where I'm no, at. I think there's no, there's no, that doesn't make any sense for the tour because they don't benefit off that at all. At all. They benefit they, by keeping they their would, stars. They would if but, the wow. next, if they would, if the next Scotty Scheffler is coming up. Yeah, but guess tour. what, dude, everyone's playing those anyway. Yeah. I mean, I guess no but, one's yeah. not playing on PGA tour Canada because the purses are tiny. You just go do it. You go play in the minor leagues, and then if you're saying, a generational if they, talent, if they put then more money, money into the lower level tours, they would create more loyalty to the PGA. Nothing would change for other tours. That's my opinion. That you don't have to agree. Because with think it. about it. Because my opinion. No one who's even in consideration for a live spot is even going to be playing that stuff. You can't say that because they just they just said it to P- Pearson Cootie who just won on the Corn Ferry Tour. Who, who just who had guaranteed Corn Ferry stuff? I'm not talking about did not just Canada. I'm talking about Corn Ferry too. Yeah, they could do that for sure. I'm talking about Corn Ferry too. Bump up those persons. Those are just those are just money losers to begin with. So it's like so, so that's, make that's them not money losers. Make those guys actually like losing more money. No, no, no. I'm about, I'm, I, I miss, misheard what you said. I thought you were saying like the guys that play on the Corn Ferry Tour are like losing money anyway. No, 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 no. The PGA Tour is losing money. Oh, well, yeah. Well, fucking, they, they make enough money. They're making so much money. Like that, the money they lose on no, the Corn I, Ferry Tour every year is not going to make or break I, the bank for the PGA Tour. I see it as the opposite. Tom, I'm sorry. I see it as the opposite. They need to take better care of their stars. The stars are the ones yep. that bring viewers. <sighs> I disagree. I mean, the, you know, the development of guys on PGA Tour Canada and Latino America doesn't do anything I, for the PGA I, I'm Tour. I'm not just line. saying those tours. I'm also saying the Corn Ferry Tour, not just like Latino America and same whatever. thing. The the Corn Ferry Tour only has like six events on TV at this point. Most of those yeah. are, uh, you know, most of those are not even on TV, and they're still and they're like midweek. Out, yeah. You know. So I, I mean, it was I, just a thought. Okay, it was just a fucking <laughs> thought. All right, God, damn. God damn. <laughs> Fuck it, a. No, I, I, I see this issue as more like the PJ Tour recognizing that, um, you know, they need to take care of their top tier talent, the ones that sell tickets and bring viewers to the TV, you know, to the TV on the weekend. And so, um, yeah, it'd be great if they could at the same time support the lower level tours better. Um, but I think priorities are priorities. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck them. All right, that's that's it for the that's it for the Turner recap show. We'll see you guys at the roundtable. Is there anything else we can bury Tom on before you go? <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. We're done. Bye. Later. You guys are dickheads. Uh-huh.